guys. Yo, yo, what's good, what's good? Shaboy Fabs. Shaboy Milo. Are we giving you Blaze of Life? Back again. Yeah, for another episode, man. We're here. Where you are you? Keeping consistency going. Like I said, from I think it was episode eight, seven, one of the two. One, one of them. them. I said them. I said that um, low-key quarantine has been a blessing in disguise, man, because you've just been on the ball, man. This is it. But it's been good, man. Every week. Yeah. Not even every other week. Every, every week. week. Trust every me, because this is the key. We've been listening to you guys, especially the ones that's obviously been missing us in the release. We've been yeah. back, we're here. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, another week of just updating people on life. Oh, another week of how's it been? I feel like this has been a good week. I feel like for me, weather makes a big difference to perception no, and attitude. Real, like it's, it's been banging weather. And I exactly. feel like, I don't know, man, you're just in good spirits when the sun's out. Yeah, man. No, it, it, it gets exactly like that, man. Last week, it was just raining bare, like yeah. just for no reason. But it's one of them ones, you know how. UK weather is like it will be like this this week. One minute, we already know next, next week minute. it's going to be raining the whole week anyway as it is. You know what I mean? So. You know, like that. <laughs> no, man, it's mad. But no, this this week has been a good one for me, actually, still. It definitely has. Um, I can't complain. Everything's been sweet. Mm. I've been enjoying myself just, yeah, just doing me, I guess, isn't it? I hear you, man. You get me. And that. Uh, but um, yeah, I think. What I have been looking forward to actually is kind of doing my research based on this particular topic. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a, an interesting one. Pretty sure there'll be quite a few people that obviously could relate. Um, we're going to be speaking about um, drugs and mental health. Yeah. Yeah, boy. So how pretty much, how how it's become so ingrained into our cultures and day-to-day life and the normalisation of it, really. Yeah, for, um, and, you know, the addictions and, you know, other stuff behind that. And, you know, well, especially mental health as well. Mm. Do you get know what I mean? Um, kind of like, you know, looking at, you know, maybe why people do it, why is it so addictive and, you know, and kind of like how to kind of like refrain yourself from getting into like an addiction mm. in a sense and how you can kind of stop and so forth. But um, I just see kind of drugs as just kind of like substance. I was going to say substance abuse, but I guess it depends on how you take it. It is. It is. So, yeah. For example, um, I don't know if you've been watching, um, there's a um, show on BBC iPlayer, um, it's called I May Destroy You. Have you watched? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, exactly. So that's like a prime example of how, you know, is drugs is used in many different ways. Like, we already know how there's different classes of it. So there's some people who are just the weed users and there's some people who are the heroin takers mm-hmm. and there's some people who are the crack sniffers and it just goes on and on you know what I mean and I feel like from what I've seen from this show it, it kind of portrays how it's used normalised but not to the point where it's taken over your life but also it does show how it can lead to negative outcomes and situations yeah. and experiences from having that drug you know yeah. what I mean um, but again like I said even that show like I said I like how it just portrayed England or UK specifically London to just be such a diverse and different place no it's true you know what I mean and even when I was watching it I was like wow because that actually does happen. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like, um, I remember when I was in uni, there was, it was kind of similar to exactly what happened, but I was in uni and I had to obviously work to do. And um, I put my hands up when I was younger. Yeah, I used to um, dabble in weed. Mm. And um, yeah, I used to have quite a bit when I was younger. And it's like, I thought it would help me, you know, with my uni work when realistically it really didn't. It just spaced me out. Mm. And I was always rushing to do my deadlines like literally last minute and the work where I produced was rubbish yeah and funny enough when I was watching um, that show 
it's like, wow, I can actually relate to that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's crazy. But even... It's true, I agree. But the, just on, on that as well, it's like, again, it's like you said, that's how people deal with things differently. So again, even when I was like throughout uni, obviously, yeah, I used to run as well. Like, so, but to the point where I kind of made it into my routine. So I would know when it's time for me to have a spliff or when it's time for me to go and do my studies in the library or when it's time for me to do something else. Like I would literally make space and time for it. Got you know you. what I mean? Because I know I'm such a last minute person. Don't get it twisted. There was definitely times where things were last minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First year, you know, things like don't really count too tough. But other than that, like I feel like I had to, I don't know. Pattern yourself for it. Yeah. I had, to, I had to, because I knew I was going to smoke. I was like, let me not yeah. fool myself. Let me just try and work around it so that I know I don't be lazy because I know that's what it does. Mm-hmm. You know what no, I mean? Of course, of course. It's funny you say that. I wish I actually had the mindset of actually trying to pat myself because I f- I used, literally used to think that, do you know what? This is going to help me be a bit more proactive and la de la de la de la de la And it's like, I, it's like I was kind of believing my own lies. No, but it, I feel like the thing is, I feel like, again, <laughs> I, I feel like that's what lies. the drug does. Though. I feel like because for me, there's times when I'm like, cool, if I burn, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm ready. I can start, I can yeah, focus. focused. Yeah. You know what I mean? So again, I feel like it does go both ways because there's times when I'm like, yeah, I'm motivated, I'm gassed, I'm ready to do my studies, whatever it is I'm doing. But I have a spliff and then everything just completely changes. Like my energy is just so different. Yeah. Everything just changes and switches and I just indulge in nonsense or waste of things. That's procrastination, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nah, for real, for real. I don't know. For me, um, it made me feel lazy. There was a point where I did also um, stop as well. Um, And I said to myself, this has got a bit too much. I feel like, especially when I was younger, it was like something that we just. I don't know, me and my friends just mm. always used to do kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? And it just got to a point where I got a bit, you know, paranoid and I started thinking different and mm. all of that. Do you get what I mean? You know, um, I felt like, because I can feel myself like being different. I thought to myself, do you know what? I'm kind of like, stop, going to stop. Mm. And I felt like that was a good thing to do because just imagine this is what some people get themselves into and they can't even stop. Yeah. Do you get what I'm coming from? So I'm even thankful for the, like, the fact that I got that willpower to even stop. Some people don't have that. Mm. They, they, And that's when it becomes the substance abuse. And this is unfortunately how people get themselves into a spiral in a sense. Yeah. A spiral of just negative, yeah. negative effects. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, But, in saying that as well, at the same time, I feel like for me, I have the connotation of a spliff a day keeps the bullshit away. Like, <laughs> I can't lie to you. Like, I feel like there's times when you just need like a release. And I guess in some aspects, you don't want to obviously be dependent on a drug, of course. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like, again, I feel like if you're taking drugs or you're using it and you're not the best of people mentally and you're like you're yeah. mentally if you're mentally weak or if you have a low willpower you're not really confident in yourself you emotionally have low self-esteem, weak. You're, mm-hmm. literally if you're emotionally physically or mentally weak then and you're quite vulnerable in a vulnerable place and you don't even recognize yourself you now having a drug is kind of probably make you now become addicted to it yeah you know what i mean your body or soul now feels like it's got something some sense of purpose yeah. and then it will latch onto it and that attachment and connection is what starts starts the detriment um but again i feel like again it, it just really reacts to everyone differently and i feel like what we need to also remember in some aspects is how it affects us as well so i feel like as human beings when we're all born the first thing that's that that is made from us like from within us is our nervous system mm-hmm. so without a nervous system we obviously there's a lot of things in life we wouldn't be able to do we wouldn't be able to function really and truly yeah, without our nervous mm-hmm. system um, so, so that's where your senses are exactly yeah, yeah. And, I, when, and when drugs are misused and overused um, 
that's the main in some aspects that's the main place of where it affects first central nervous system and mm-hmm. and the receptions and messages that are sent through your brain and all of these other things like that's what that's what's affected the most and that's when people start to spiral into their mental health um difficulties and stuff because your brain can no longer function at the optimum level that it needs to be functioning at right, you yeah, know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. and again we are we are electric electrical beings like people yeah. don't really know but we really are electrical no, beings and we have energy within, like electrical energies within us um, and I feel like when we do take certain drugs and um, specifically alcohol, for example, mm-hmm. I feel like probably most people probably know this, but when I found out that spirits actually meant like actual spirits, because when you do drink alcohol and it's, and it's a spirit, nine times out of 10, you become a different person. You That's know actually, what I mean? Do you know what's so funny? I've when never thought that before. When you really you deep know? it, when never. you take a spirit, whether it's vodka or rum or JD, any, whatever it is, like, that is a madness, you know? You become a bit different. Of course, yes, it's alcohol changing your body, but it wouldn't be called spirits for no reason. How could you just call it spirits? It doesn't make sense. If when you think of it, it doesn't really make sense to call it spirits. Well, it makes a lot but of sense. When you think though, of it, right? it does make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. So again, and I feel like there's just a lot of blurred lines um, when it comes to drugs and mm-hmm. just misusing it because I feel like, yeah, man, everyone, everyone does react to it differently. But yeah. again, ultimately it is depreciating us as human beings and it, it devalues you as a person in the long run. Mm-hmm. But again, I feel like if you have a negative mindset and you are a negative person, having drugs is going to have a negative effect on you. Yeah. 100%. And I feel like that's just a given. Like I said, 100%. I feel like we're, any, we're, we're, we're human beings based off energy. So, you know what I mean? You can't try and spew out positivity when you yourself is a negative exactly. person. It doesn't no, make sense, real, does it? So for you're contradicting yourself in a sense. And we all know the saying that you are what you eat or you are what you ingest, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it, it forms you as a person. Mm-hmm. So if you're having drugs consistently, 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 and you're not taking notice of the side effects of it, then that's when it comes to your detriment because yeah. you're, you're no longer in control of the situation now. Mm-hmm. No, and of course, exactly. quite sadly, it takes it, it goes there quite quickly for some people who think they can control it mm-hmm. and they can't. One thing, one thing I was going to say is when it comes to drugs or the misuse of drugs, what I've just kind of deeped, especially with the amount of things that people do take, okay? Um, the fact that there's like a library of like different things. It's funny there, you say that because okay? even when <laughs> it's funny because even my colleagues when we used to, well, my, my last job when we used mm-hmm. to go to um, for drinks we would call it the library. Oh my! So gosh. it's funny you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> that is jokes, but honestly, it's literally like that, and it's like all these. Like I feel like the only reason why people do take drugs is just is that they want to have a different feeling. They want to feel different. That's literally mm. it. And I feel like I can understand why people do misuse it because it's, it's like you're kind of like masking your actual like emotion. Do you know what I mean? You're masking everything. Do you know what I mean? It's just the fact that your body's also reacting to it in a different way and your mind is obviously mm. kind of like blocking it. But it's like, you know, you're trying to block it out for how long? So you're obviously going to be taking more and more. I mean, some people just like it for like a chill vibe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which I can get to in a certain extent because obviously, especially with the weed, yes, yeah. I could say that, um, that used to chill me out. And mm. so forth. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, it's just mad. It's yeah. just mad. And, but the thing is as well, I feel like um, when it comes to the drugs, yeah, I feel like as well as that, it becomes, it, it depends on your culture and where you're, where you are and where you're based because places like Ireland, people already know they're known for drinkers. Yeah. People, even English yeah. culture, like yeah. it's a thing to have a glass of wine on a Friday or it's a yeah. work, it's a culture, it's a British culture thing on a Friday. It's that for drinks. Mm-hmm. And just sim- things like that is normalised drugs so easily in our faces and we're not realising that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so normalised to go out and have drinks. 
these drinks are going to have some sort of effects on our bodies, whether it's going to be that deep or not, we're taking a drug. Whether you want to think alcohol is not that deep or anything else is not that deep. Like some people will say weed is not that deep. I mm-hmm. agree. You know what I mean? But other people will see it as, oh my God, like I can't Crazy. be doing that. I can't yeah, be doing yeah, that. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But again, the cultures have normalised it. Yeah, It's no, been it's so normalised to drink in it's this country. True. You know what I mean? It's and I feel true. like it starts to have negative effects when, I don't know, like I feel like, do you feel like when you're younger, like you was, you was, you was aware of people being under the influence of drugs? Like, um, no, until I kind of started, like, taking it myself. Okay. Um, yeah, I think what it was, I'll never, I'll never forget. So, like, um, when I was, like, um, like, younger, like, I remember, um, I had, a, I've got, I had a cousin and always used to go into his car and his car always smelled, like, the same every time I went there. I think mm. I was like, okay, like. What is that? So, but I just didn't think, I thought it was just like a little air freshener or something. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's always in his car, isn't it? But it's not until obviously I got older, I'm like, raw, okay, I heard that. Mm-hmm. I think when I was younger, I was very naive. Yeah. Very, same, very same, naive. Same. Like when people, like when my, like my elders, like my older cousins probably, they were even they used to speak about drugs. I was thinking, oh, like, what's that? Like, is that sweet? Or like, <laughs> do, you, do you know where I'm coming from? I said, is it a sweet? Not literally. I was so innocent. <laughs> Honestly. No, I hear you though. That's like me as well because obviously I was, I was like I said, everyone really knows born and raised born at a farm. But I don't honestly believe that I smelt weed or knew what weed was until I was in about year 11 college. Swear down. Life. Like, maybe again, I feel like I was just that naive to it. I didn't really recognise the smell. Yeah. I didn't recognise anything of it. Like, even when I would hear things drug related in music, I wouldn't clock onto it because I'm just not aware of it. You know what yeah, I mean? But yeah, again, yeah. I feel like that's just me being naive because when I think of it now, it was very much in my face. Right. And I was, people were around it. Mm-hmm. And I think, can you imagine, yeah, with obviously me being so young, I can imagine other people obviously being that same way as well. And this is where the curiosity comes from. Because it's like a, it's like a taboo in a sense. Do you get mm-hmm. what I'm coming from? Although everyone does it, especially when you're younger, it's like, oh, okay, what's that? I'm intrigued kind of thing. And I feel like that's exactly where kind of stems from really do you get where I'm coming from um I think I think obviously with the curiosity I guess that's where it's everything just kind of just like takes off from really like do you get what I mean and that's where the and again like, I, I feel like you know? it depends on what your influence by as well it depends what you're watching and what mm-hmm. you're seeing because mm-hmm. if you're watching shows like Prison Break when I was watching Prison Break when it first was streaming on Channel 5 or Channel 4 whatever it was um I'm sure they were doing stuff and there was, I was young. When did Prison mm-hmm. Break come out? Prison Break must have come out in 2005-ish, 2006, 2007 at least. Mm-hmm. 2008, 2009, one of them times. Same. But either way, long, them long, times long, I was in secondary school, my point is, you know what I mean? And there was stuff that I was just, I was questioning, but I was like, oh, okay. It's just normal. Like, yeah. like it was a normal thing. Mm-hmm. And then you grow up and you start to see certain things and you're like, okay, maybe, oh, this, this is what that meant. But at the same time, I feel like, Industries like the entertainment industries, like music and films and stuff, they normalize they kind of drugs even within yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's always something drug related, even in TV, music, even in TV, like mm-hmm. in music specifically, even in this current day and age and generation. Like all the music in America, like about this popping lean and all of this yeah. stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and it may be their lives, maybe that's what they do, fair enough, but they. You you can find a certain artist, for example, Future. Like, I'm not gonna like, no, like, no, I love Future. Like, Future's my guy. Mm-hmm. Future's my guy. You know what I mean? Lyrically, like, he's my guy. But sometimes in his music, all he does is preach 
Percocets, Percocets, all of this stuff, drugs, 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 yeah. drugs, drugs, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you, we don't realise it, maybe in an American culture, but there's probably a whole load of youngers who are just on sipping lean and doing other stuff. Yeah. Like, like here in this country, I know for a fact there's there's kids who are in secondary school, like year eight, nine and shit, burning weed. You know yeah. what I mean? Same way that happens here. I'm thinking, but no. You know, you know what I mean? I feel like, especially when it comes to the younger generations, I feel like it shouldn't be normalising in their faces. I feel like there's one thing knowing about it, but indulging for a young from a young age is never... I would never recommend it. I mean, not that I've done it, but I wouldn't recommend it because simply because as a human being, your brain doesn't fully develop into a certain age. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. as a child, it's still developing. So for you to be having or ingesting drugs in or any sort of way, sh- shape or form, it's going to have a negative effect on you. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Again, you're after, over a while, your brain starts to form through patterns and structures, so to mm-hmm. say. So if your brain starts to now have this new thing in it, and again, like I said, everyone reacts to things differently. It might just be that one time you've taken it and your brain and has some yeah. chemical imbalance and it's like, yeah. you know what, shit, I'm not ready for this. And then that's it, your brain just goes off. For real. And not to be funny, I know people that's who that's happened to. Mm. I know them like, and it's crazy, like, seeing it for yourself as well when someone has obviously, like, maybe, like, taken something or whatever, um, whatever drug it may be, and the fact that their body has reacted to it. And it's like a psychotic event, in a sense, mm. in your head. You get me? It's, it is quite scary to see, actually, to be fair, the way how, like, some people might just... It's like a... It was like, the person how I, who I saw, um, they had, like, a... Like a panic attack, kind of anxiety, anxiety attack. Like they couldn't breathe properly. They tried to control their breathing and everything like that. And yeah, like they really, like really and truly spazzed it out. Do you mm-hmm. get what I mean? You know. So to me, like when I saw that happen, I'm thinking, okay, cool. That just shows me that not everyone can do, like not everyone can tolerate all of this. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's tolerance is really, really different. Do you get what I mean? So I mean. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to obviously influence for people taking things, but at the same time, you know what's for you in it. You yeah. know where I'm coming from, you know? So, but like, yeah, it's, yeah, that's, I, I that's scary. Like it's true though, because for me, even when it came to drinking, like I had to find my limit. I had to know, yeah. I had to learn to know when it was enough because I know that I'm going to drink. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. yeah, you have to kind of put a cap on it at some stage and that's how you kind of control it. Some mm-hmm. people don't have the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Can I just ask actually, now we're having this conversation, has do you remember in school or college if they kind of like taught you about anything related to like you know drugs or anything like that I can't remember but I would like to believe that they did I feel like you know what school is really corny for trying to put on workshops about drug awareness and stuff like that I feel like schools are corny like that it's not corny it's obviously mm-hmm. French that needs to go out but when you're a child in school you're finding it corny and cringe you know what yeah. I mean um, but I can't vividly remember myself doing anything like that in school I feel yeah. like maybe they would give those workshops and sessions to kids who they knew were indulging in stuff like that and were Fair antisocial enough, yeah. and bad behaviour mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I personally don't feel like I was told much about it in school to yeah be well I'm I'm literally trying to think back to myself so I don't think we had anything to be honest and mm-hmm. I think um, something like this a subject like this is definitely something that needs to be put out there to children yeah. when I say children I'm talking about at least you know maybe like yeah 10, 11 upwards that makes sense. All people you know say I mean? is don't do drugs, kids. Especially yeah, like, do you know what I mean? You go on, you because, go, you go on social media, yeah. people will be doing some dumbness. Oh, don't do this at home, kids. Like, don't yeah. try drugs, kids. Like, that's all people will say. Yeah. Literally. Because it's like, again, it's a topic that people don't really want to speak about. It's a taboo. Do you get what I mean? And it's like, I think for children, it's definitely hidden. I'm not saying that, you know, if it's just needed, it's just needed so we can educate. 
Mm. Everyone, do you get what I mean? Not everyone's educated. That's why the curiosity is there because it's like, mm. you know, oh, don't do this and but don't do that. But then again, it's a conflict because I feel like, I feel like psychologically, all human beings have really been reformed in some way, shape or form. And I say that because, again, technology and social media has been a drive in our lives for the past, for me anyway, I guess for the past 10 years or so, it started to make a big change in my life. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's controlling how people indulge in certain things and what they indulge in. Mm -hmm. For example, I feel like as now there's been a rise in um, people having anxiety and depression and stress from the use of social media and maybe even from the use or from social media and life in general, that would obviously lead these people onto drugs, right? And when they get dependent on the drugs that they think are helping them, when really that leads to more detrimental effects, Mm -hmm. they start to go the scientific route of going to a doctor to get help for stuff. Mm -hmm. And I feel like nine times out of 10 doctors wouldn't sit there and they wouldn't tell you a holistic approach of maybe learning how to actually meditate and doing other things that are Mm -hmm. actually for your mind and actually going to benefit you that people don't have patience for. Or do they want to have the quick fix and just ask for an antidepressant drug that's going to just Mm -hmm. help them. And numb them or whatever, do you know what I mean? And those drugs that they're asking for and getting are not helping. You know what I mean? Because I feel like as human beings, we start to get dependent on things that we think are going to change our lives. Mm-hmm. So if if a, if a doctor tells you, oh, if you take this drug um, about two, three times a day for the next three weeks, you're going to feel fine. What people are now going to do is put in their minds, you know what, I'm actually going to feel like, this is going to be great. This is all going to be sorted out once I've taken these medications. It's great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the placebo effect. It's the, it's the, it's the thing of them thinking, yeah, okay, this is going to get better. It's going to change. But sometimes it, it doesn't. Yeah. It what doesn't, it probably does yeah. is slow down the process yeah. of, of the illness of the, or the affection of, infection of whatever it is. Probably mm-hmm. slows it down and moderates it. But it definitely doesn't take it away. And I only mention this because I feel like this is all the big pharmaceuticals who are pushing these drugs. Like pharmaceuticals is a business. All these things are businesses. Drugs is a business. You know what I mean? So I feel like people get dependent on stuff and relying on it because the drug itself is making them and people don't realise it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Like, it's it's mad how even that industry works as well. Do you get what I mean? The fact that you'd think that they would be giving us something that will actually help us. Because- but at the same time, I think it's all kind of down to the individual as well. Because, I don't know. I mean, I guess, all right. We're all adults at the end of the day. Do you get what I mean? And mm. I guess, you know, okay. If we're advised to take this much, like, um, like medication for, for a duration of time. And it's like, if you if you feel that it's not helping you, you want to take more and more. Do you get what I mean? And I feel like it, it all boils down to the individual. Because it's like, if you feel like it's not helping you, that's what you're going to do kind of thing. Mm. Do you get what I'm coming from? You know? But like, yeah, I just find it like, I don't know. I just don't think there can be any drug to actually kind of help you with. With certain the, things. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like a lot of the times, when, especially when it's mental health illnesses, because I feel like these mental health issues are diagnosed through you. Like, obviously life situations happen and things happen, but ultimately you create that stress and pressure and, and issue for yourself, whether you mm-hmm. want to believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And this is not me being ignorant. This is me being quite factual. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like people don't recognise that. Really and truly, we are the ones who can heal ourselves, but we don't really rely on ourselves because we have medicine and other things there for yeah. us to rely and depend on, mm-hmm. which is furthering our dependency on other things other than ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is what we push when it comes to mental health to focus and believe in yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to you being ill or not or unwell, why is it that I now need to start depending on something external 
to help me get to where I need to get to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like it just already gives you a detrimental mindset because you're hope, putting hope and faith in a drug to make your life better, yeah. which I'm not saying it won't, but it's going to be temperamental. It's not going yeah. to be forever. The change is going to become permanent when it's come from within. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, And I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I know that there are alternative methods to releasing... Or not releasing. What's the word? When you, when people are on when you're rehabbing, when you're going when yeah. you rehab, when when you're getting better, like there's mm-hmm. there's different ways and methods yeah. of doing it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, especially if it's drug related, like not going to drugs or sticking to that sort of same procedure, and trying something different is beneficial. Because even for example, um, you probably have aunties or, or probably even family members you know that are ill, and they would probably be of a religion and pray about it. And then they'll take their drugs and think, okay, yeah, that's cool. That's me done. I'm good. I'm I like, God is going to save mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. You funny, know what I mean? Funny you said that, actually. Okay. Um, so I'm going to tell a bit of a story, actually. So um, where is um, my dad? Um, he likes his drink. Okay. And um, not only that, he actually, well, he actually is an alcoholic, but like that. Um, he's been an alcoholic for quite a number of years. And it's weird because... I've seen the change, if that makes sense. And I've seen mm. him kind of drinking more, 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 more. And now to the point, unfortunately, he actually is sick. Do you get what I mean? And it's it's mad because I've always, when I was younger, it was Eve as well. Like I always kind of used to see him like drink. But obviously, again, at that age, being very naive mm. and all these things in it. But literally, I have seen a substance like, you know, basically ruin my dad's. Do you get what I mean? And it's not until I've obviously gotten older. I feel like there's I feel like there's a lot of factors as to why he does it. But it's a thing where he's ha- actually had the help. Mm. He's gone to rehab twice. And not to be funny, he still hasn't changed. Do you get what I mean? If mm. anything, he's gotten... I want to say he's gotten worse from the rehab, but he's like, he's had the help. But I feel like it's all dependent on the individual if you want to change or not. Because I feel, I feel like he's had low, most, multiple... Um, chances of obviously improving himself, but he's just not taking that. And I feel like, yeah, unfortunately, I feel like it's definitely like 100% messed with his mental state because, mm. you know, like he had a lot of things like doing and going from, do you get what I mean? But unfortunately, because of the drink, it's like ruined everything. So again, I think it kind of really all depends on, um, yeah, the person, how, how the person misuses it. Do you get what I mean? And not to be funny with alcohol, listen, like two minutes down the road, you can get yourself, uh, you know, a cider. Yeah, literally. Do you get what I mean? And it's so easy. Right? And vodka. And literally, the over well, the like, counter things. And, that, and, and that's what I'm saying again, it's about the cultures, like the accessibility to these things. Like mm-hmm. we want to say drugs are affecting the world and it's, it's, it's causing problems in healthcare and whatnot, but you've got things like these cancer sticks on cigarettes on sitting on the shelves. You've got yeah. alcohol sitting on the shelves. Mm-hmm. No, you know true. what I mean? It's Why true. don't you increase the tax on those things to make people be less wanting to purchase it? Mm-hmm. No, for real, exactly. And then you've got things like marijuana that's just seen as like this devil's drug when yeah. really it's probably one of the longer standing natural herbs on this earth. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? And it's I feel true. like it's just been, it's been given a criminal, criminalised persona so that it seems like a bad thing when it's just not being used for the right purposes. Because yeah. we all know there's things like CBD oil and THC which come from marijuana mm. plant that are affecting change and helpful for people to improve in whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So again, I feel like there are ways of doing stuff that isn't yeah. just the mainstream traditional way. Yeah, exactly that. I mean, not to be funny, 
yeah, there's countries where you can obviously do all of that stuff as well, mm. where, you know, where on it is um, legalized. Obviously, I know some people, obviously, the majority of it is obviously given out for, for um, you know, medical purposes yeah. and so forth. Do you get what I mean? But we still can get over counter in different countries. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? And it's not a thing, you know? I guess for individuals, it's just a matter of kind of like knowing what's for you and what's definitely not for yeah. you. Do you know what I mean? You know? But, um, like talking about the whole mental health um aspect of it, like if you think about it, if you just think about like raw, if you're having to kind of like rely on a substance that you know that's not doing good for you, it's like you're literally just pouring poison into you in a sense. Mm. You get where I'm coming from, and I think this is where like the whole mental health um stuff comes into it. It's just like yo, just imagine like you know you're putting your body through all of this like and you know and your mental state is just kind of like everywhere and you're not really functioning right and so forth you get i'm coming from unfortunately this is what happens to some people mm. um i've got another example as well so my mum's a foster carer and um i've been fostering well she's been fostering um, children for years and so forth and some of the stories that you hear from some of these children is it's crazy like the amount of people that have lost their children um through drugs mm. and addiction and so forth, you know. Um I know basically that my um group of siblings that we have, unfortunately, um her well their um mum actually passed away due to an overdose. Oh, wow. Do you get what I mean? All that kind of stuff. And it's like you really gotta think like wow that it really I think you have to always kind of go to the root of the problem. Mm. You have to go to the root of the problem. Otherwise, if you don't, you're just going to keep continuing. And unfortunately, situations like this will happen. Your children will end up in care as well. Do you mm. get what I mean? You know? I think it's, it's a tough one as well because... So I know someone as well who hasn't had, like, the best upbringing um, as a child, yeah. So um, they lived with both parents at a, at a time. Um, and then their... I think it was their dad... Or their mum. No, yeah. So they were still there. They were, they were there with their, their dad. And then the dad got another woman. And then, so that woman had become their stepmom. But their stepmom was just like, basically like a devil to this child. Like, oh, gosh. Was not rating him at all. Like, wasn't really trying to be there for him to support him and stuff. Like, when he was younger, he used to play a lot of football and stuff. Um, right. And when he would be out playing football and stuff, she'll be complaining to his dad saying, oh, why is he out playing football? Let Tell him to come home, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Just little stuff like that. And then to a point where when you're a, ch- when you're a child, like there's certain things that are so, they affect, they hit your sub- subconscious mind before it hits you. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it affects you in certain ways and you start to realise, wait, hold on. When you grow up and you realise, you're like, shit, like this is kind of like some emotional abuse. And shit, yeah, right? yeah. And from that, obviously, um, Bearing in mind, his real biological mother, like she was still around and he, that's who he had a really close relationship with. But obviously he wasn't able to be around her because of the stepmom and wow. the dad in it. So growing up now, unfortunately his mom passed away. So his biological mom passed away. Right. And then from then, like he just started drinking beers. Like, so it was like, rah. You know what I mean? That, that is, that's the thing that's triggered them to now start the the drinking. And that's thing, the thing, yeah. it can happen at any moment. You know what I mean? It, it takes a situation and an environment to kind of trigger you to your body yeah. to just respond to it differently. And then mm-hmm. especially again, like I said, when you have not put, not so positive emotions and environment and mindset and you're having, you're intaking drugs, like it's going to have a negative effect. Yeah, 100%. Because your body is vulnerable as hell. Like, mm-hmm. and you don't realise it. You're probably doing it because it's it's going to heal you up in the meantime. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's going to, it's going to make you feel good for a while. But again, the long-term 
effect of it is going to be detrimental. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. I feel like it all depends on also your lifestyle as well. I feel like for a lot of people who especially kind of like, you know, um, go out and so forth and yeah. party and that, I feel like, you know, like certain drugs that people take, they just, like, they need it just to kind of like enjoy themselves and so forth. Do you yeah, know what I mean? But I feel like that's for me. Like, I can't even like, there's times when I'm in certain places and I have... um and I have a drink and I feel like I, I can't socialise without a drink. Yeah, so I, I, I know extent, what you mean. I know what you mean. It's not like I need to be drunk. I don't need to be drunk. I'm mm-hmm, not saying mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely, definitely love to have a drink when I'm out socialising and I feel like it's bad because that's how normalised it is mm-hmm. because I shouldn't necessarily feel like I need a drink to socialise. But mm-hmm. for me personally, some situations, especially because of my anxiety is where I feel like, you know what, take the edge off, just have a little drink. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I guess, and that's not a bad thing. It's not. It's not. So I also need to get to the point of realizing that just because I've had a drink, it's, I'm not a devil. Like it's, it's yeah. the world. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So and I, to be fair, I feel like I, I don't drink that often. But when I drink, I drink. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean. Especially yeah, if I'm out socializing. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, no. I but again, I am a person where I've managed to develop my, my limits. I know when yeah. enough is enough. Yeah, one hundred percent. In all aspects, I know when enough is enough. So I just. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or just certain stuff I just don't do at all. I don't blame you. You know what I mean? Because I just know me. No, of course. I think also as well, I think when you kind of look at other people's situations and what they're in, like say for example, like my dad, like, you know, like I said, he had a lot of things going for him and so forth. But I knew for a fact, because of how I've obviously seen him, Mm. I will never, never be like him in that aspect. Mm. Do you get what I mean? I'll never allow a substance to... Um, take over me and my life. Do you get what I mean? And I think this is where some people get a bit out of control because they, well, they get out of control a bit because they just keep, it's, it's just persistent for them. Do you mm. get what I mean? You know, but because I've obviously seen the effects on my side and I'm like, yo, okay, cool. I, I, can't, I don't want any parts of that. Do you get what I mean? So when it comes to drinking, um, I am definitely careful because again, like, I, I like to know my limits and all of that. And I'm not going to lie to you. There's actually be a time where, what kind of like, no, let me tell you, the ticking point for me, actually, my 25th birthday. Oh, God. That was the ticking point. Wow. (laughs) Guys, when I tell you, yeah, when I tell you. (laughs) Yo, so. No, I have to laugh. Because that day was something special. (laughs) Yo, that was, wow. Guys, all I've got to say was. Drags and (laughs) quads. Yo, boy, like whoever, well, I mean, whoever, if my friends are going to be listening to this, whoever was at my birthday, they'd obviously know. I don't remember anything. Do you get what I mean? I don't yeah. remember not a thing. Walking in, I don't remember walking in, I don't remember walking out. That's the wickedest thing. However, that was a prime example of when like that started to scare me because it's like, wow, how can I drink so much for me to have memory loss? Yeah, it's mad. Yo, that is a madness, honestly. That is crazy. It's mad. Um, and what it is... That scared me because I don't know. I don't really know what I'm capable of if I'm not conscious. Do you get what I mean? Mm. I don't know. So, you know, I remember that night my brother said how I was cussing and I was giving him a good piece of cussing. I don't even know for what reason. Do you get what I mean? Like, and it's that, that spirit. <laughs> this that clearly, out, listen, out, that whole spirit, you, boy. <laughs> that whole spirit. I'm telling you, but no, that was, that was, that was crazy. Um, I would, I have, I will say I have, I've been like that twice. Mm-hmm. Twice, okay, where I don't remember um anything. However, it's a thing where, like, 
I don't want to get to that stage again. In yeah. fact, I, I kind of fear to be like yeah. that again. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, so that's kind of taught me that, do you know what? I can't go overboard. I'm not, me have memory loss. Are you mad? I'm using my good, good brain cells. You know what I mean? It's not happening. Do you get me? Um, no. Yeah, that was like the tipping point for me where I was like, do you know what? I need to be a lot more responsible with myself mm. when it comes to drinking, 100%. Um, definitely not alcoholic whatsoever. I do like to enjoy my drink, okay? I'm pretty sure like you know, everyone does. it's funny does. because when I, was, when I was younger, like in school time, people used to call me alcoholic because, like I said, I was drinking from like, yeah, eight, nine. Yeah. I, was, I was drinking from <laughs> But it wasn't, when I say drinking, it wasn't like I was there chugging down no, yeah, drinks. Yeah, yeah, like, of course. I was drinking like, things like MD 2020. You know what I mean? I was drinking I them know. light drinks, spun off ice, mm-hmm, like... Mm-hmm. That sightings just give me a little bit of, you know, a little something. Yeah, you know I, mean? I get you. Um, but again, obviously, like just like you, like my dad, I wouldn't say he's an alcoholic, but he does. He does enjoy his drink. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he, he definitely enjoys his drink, and I genuinely do feel like that might be a trait passed down onto me as well because I love a drink. <laughs> There's times when I'll be eating and I'm like. <sighs> Bottle of mascara would be nice right and now. And listen. And then I'll just be like, oh, yeah, you know what? I, I could do for Henny Margarita. <laughs> Henny Margarita. I, I know they don't sell that in this country, but when I went to LA, yeah, they gave me a Henny Margarita and it was the best drink I've had in my life. Mm-mm. It was the best drink I've had in my life. Shout out to Neoma. Say no and, more. And say, say no she more. put me onto that. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was good. Joker. But like, yeah, it's just mad when like a substance can do that to you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm pretty sure nobody wants to have memory loss out there. I'm pretty sure nobody wants to have a damaged liver either. Do you know what I mean? You know? But I feel like... Yeah, memory loss is definitely a reoccurring theme in drugs in general. Because even me, there was times when I was like, throughout uni, when I was when I would be burning, burning. And there's times when I've just forgotten entirely what I was typing or what I was meant to be doing. You know what I mean? Just And it's short-term things that I've forgotten. It wouldn't be mm-hmm. things from a long time ago, you know? It's things that are like, I should remember these things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So again, it's a weird one. But again, I feel like I feel like everything with moderation works. 100%. I feel like that is the key. And that is with everything, even yeah. food. Do you get yeah. what I mean? You I know? mean, with, with some drunk, it's not so much because like I said, they might just trigger a certain something and then that's it. You never know where I've gone. Mm-hmm. But I feel like ultimately everything in moderation is just, you know what I mean? It will, it will suffice. I feel like in the end, mm-hmm. we are all humans. We are we all going to make mistakes and do stuff that we shouldn't be doing. But I feel like what's important is to, again, know your limits and learn from some mm-hmm. certain things and just not do certain stuff that you know is going to have a negative effect. Yeah. Because, I don't know, again, your upbringing affects all these things as well. Like, yeah, you might have addictive true. personalities through your parents and you don't even know it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like I have quite an addictive personality, but I'm learning to control it. Yeah. No, even, I feel like I've learned to control it. Like, if I don't want to drink, I don't want to drink. If I don't want to smoke, mm-hmm. I don't want to smoke. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like if I want to do something, I'll go and do it. Yeah. And again, I feel like that does come with age because when I was younger throughout uni times, like for me to say no to a drink or to a split, people would think I'm sick. Yeah, no, <laughs> You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. If you're not doing a drug, they're like, oh, right, like, yeah. okay, like what's good? Why not? Like, come on, do it. You're encouraged, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And also as well, sorry sorry to cut you. You just said that. What I kind of find, I wouldn't, I don't want to say it sounds weird, but there's actually people out there that don't take anything at all. Yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? And it's like, Wow. But Does it's that, funny because you I mean? when you meet people like that, in some ways you're surprised. No, I exactly. Because sometimes I'm surprised, but I'm like, remember, some people have all been again how your upbringing is, and again, if you're on, if you're in certain religions, to certain things you just you just wouldn't even know about anyway. Yeah, you know no, what I mean. For real, for so, real. but there's times that I'm just like, you don't drink. Yeah, you don't smell like how boring of you. Like, but then obviously with age, yeah. I've grown and realized it's not everyone needs to do it. Exactly, you know exactly. I mean? that. It's not that deep. And not to be funny, um, the people that I have met that are like that. 
they're actually doing stuff for themselves as well, like mm. like physically, like especially the people who are into sports and so forth. Do you mm. get what I mean? Of course, I mean I'm not saying that they can't drink, but I know there's some people who just don't yeah. at all. See, do you get what I mean? And that's because you of know? some people's careers, like you yeah, said, some people exactly. are really just not able to do certain stuff. For mm-hmm. example, I know people who work on TFL can't be there having coke and having their splits whenever they yeah. want because they get drug tested and stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. again, some careers have to kind of make you change. Yeah, no, exactly that. Your, your personality traits to, to some extent, to be fair. No, for real, man, for real. But you know what? Like, yeah, I think with this whole uh, addiction stuff, I feel like sometimes you just kind of have to you just have to kind of think to yourself, what do I want that's best for me? Mm. What can what can I do? Because, you know, if you keep saying that you're going to continue, if you keep continuing and continuing and continuing, you're not going to progress. You're just making yourself mm. worse. And I feel like this is, especially at this age as well, a lot of people need to just start looking after themselves physically and mentally just and just be consistent with it. Mm. But then the thing, I feel like at the, at the same time, it's hard as well because I feel like in times like this now where it's this whole quarantine Pandemic, lockdown yeah. stuff, you know what I mean? people have probably started doing drugs more than ever because just they're true. stuck at home. Just true. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? I, I get that, so I get that. you can only imagine how that may have given a negative effect to certain people. Um, but again, even for me, for example, so when I came, when it was lockdown and stuff, I had just come up from Cancun, innit? Um, and I said to myself, okay, cool. You spent a whole nine nights in Cancun drinking every single day. Like, you look, you know how I was mm-hmm. drinking. I was drinking like a fish in a bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I was drinking. Um, and I was asking myself, yeah, when I come back to ends, I'm going to decent, I'm going to cleanse, I'm not drinking, no mm-hmm. smoking, no nothing, like blah, blah. I came back, obviously, I, when I came back, I was mad ill in it. I, 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 I believe I had the Rona on the camera. I, I, I do believe, I feel like I, had, I didn't get tested for it, but the way I felt, like, I knew it was something that was, yeah, it was mad. It was mad. And I know, like, I, you're not meant to Google symptoms and stuff, but obviously I did. And it basically told me that it was like, um, pneumonia and obviously pneumonia was a well pneumonia is a strain of what COVID was like so you know what I mean I'm like okay, okay this is kind of scary but when I came back my parents locked me in my room and just gave me all the natural vitamins you see how them WhatsApp chains were going around don't sleep on it because it works them things that I was drinking garlic water garlic and pineapple water like, I was doing bear stuff like and it, it worked better afterwards. Um, where was I going at this point what was I saying <laughs> I was meant to land someone with this you was talking about... Yes, come on, Fabian. Yeah, I'm getting yes, there too. On, I'm getting there too. Um, that's it. My my routine. That's what I was speaking about. That's, I caught yes, myself. Yes, 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 yes. So obviously coming back from, coming from holiday, I was like kind of all over the place, scattered. Like, But then I was like, cool. Couple of days, no drinking because you're ill. Bear in mind, I came back on a Monday, yeah. By Thursday, yeah, I was going to Sainsbury's every day to buy a bottle of wine or to buy a drink. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because I was depressed or upset or anything. I was like, nigga, it's lockdown. Yeah, I'm going to have yeah, a drink. Like, yeah, 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 I'm going yeah. on house party. I'm going to be, I'm going to live my life. <laughs> and that's the stage of, that's, that's the stage I was in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. It's kind of, it's, this must be normal to be drinking if everyone's drinking as well. I was like, okay. If I'm not drinking, then what am I doing? Yeah. And I didn't feel pressured, but I felt like, okay, I want to drink and socialise and be all, all on social media. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But again, after doing it for about two weeks, I was like, okay, okay, this is dumb. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not getting anywhere. Every and, day I wake up, my belly's hurting me yeah. from the sugar and alcohol. <laughs> like, this is just dumb. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's not making sense. And then and that's when I was like, cool, I'm going to just change a bit of my, I'm going to change my structure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely hear and, that. Yeah, man. I think, do you know what it is? It's like, when it comes to, like, the whole, um, just taking anything, really, I just got to think about 
what my body's going to be like in years to come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. I thought, I definitely feel like, well, especially with my job as well, it's very drinks culture. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, like it's very like, especially when you go down route, or when I say go into another country, um, the first thing it was, like, all right, so we're going to go into our rooms, um, have a wash and get changed. And we're going to go head down for drinks kind of thing. And like, I don't know. I guess for someone who doesn't really um, drink, basically what I'm trying to say is, yeah, whenever, obviously I'm in that situation, there'll be people, there'll be a lot of people, basically going back to the point you were saying before, there'll be a lot of people be like, oh, I don't want to drink today. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. But some people might think it's because that they're boring and whatnot. But at the same time, like they probably have obviously done it, well, overdone it themselves kind of thing. There'll be times where I've obviously gotten a bit ill with the drink and I'm like, Nah, I can't do this again for the yeah. next trip. I'm sorry. No, nah, I can't do it. I can't do it. And unfortunately, people don't know how to handle their drink either. So, you know, I don't want to be put in certain situations yeah. or not. Do you get what I mean? You know? But, um, yeah, no, nah, like, I mean, that's kind of like a um, influence as well. Yeah, 100%. It definitely can be an influence, especially... But again, I feel like, like I said, that comes up. That comes back to the, the culture of just this country. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just, it's drinks. After everything, there's a drink celebration. Mm, yeah, it doesn't matter yeah, what it yeah. is there's a drink celebration yeah. mm-hmm. there's always alcohol involved in any sort of British celebration even us as even when we started our podcast I'm sure we was like oh let's celebrate with a drink we'll do something we yeah, celebrate done, with some we, sort we, of we drug related epi- thing you yeah, know what I mean we've done episode 6 I believe you know what I mean that, yeah. like, exactly so it's like it's so ingrained that it's like it's part of us that yeah. we don't even know it but we know it but it's like okay what do you do yeah no. It's but such... again like I said we have our limits we know certain yeah. stuff but some people who don't like again even when it comes to certain people who live certain lifestyles so for example people who are People who make a lot of money, like people who are in the entertainment industry, who have the luxury of being in control of their lives to, mm-hmm. to some extent mm-hmm. and doing whatever they want, they just end up just being so affiliated to drugs. Yeah. Even people, who, even people in the bloody modeling industry. So there's so much drug use. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like to some extent, is it because, is it, is it, a, is it a culture thing? Like, is it a thing in the fashion culture to just always be up and snorting something or... You know what I mean? I think I think do you know what it is because it's the entertainment business. Like there's it always is, like it's a the, party. Yeah, it's, it's the culture. It's yeah, the culture. It is the culture. It is exactly. the culture. There's always a party vibe happening, and like we said earlier, mm. like you know, where drugs are most likely to take place are parties. Everyone's being social. And I feel like in them instances, you can either adapt or retract. And if you adapt yourself to it, mm-hmm. that's when you can start to manifest your own addiction for it and not even realize. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's that's where it starts to trickle, especially when you're your environment. Yeah. Some people feel pressured to even do drugs because of the environment. Yeah, they're, well, they're in, yeah. They so like, like I was saying, that work. Yeah, say, exactly. They feel exactly. weird to say no or stuff like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly that. I think, do you know what it is? Some people just need to have that willpower to say no. I think that's literally what. See, but if you, offer, if you offer me a strawberry ducky right now, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, which is like, true. But I'm, you know what? That's my choice. That's my choice because you don't yeah, need it, like but a, you would okay. like it. I would very you know much like from? a daiquiri right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get that. Holler me, <laughs> innit? But, <laughs> but like, I feel like that's literally where it comes from. You, Some people just don't have the power over themselves to tell themselves, no, I can't continue no more. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, some people's bodies are dependent on the substance that they're taking. Yeah. You know? So, like, I feel like it really does kind of boils down to just trying to, to find that core root of the problem. What made you start, you know, overtaking the amount of um, substances that you take and so forth? Mm. Why are you doing it to yourself? Why are you doing this to your body? I feel like these are the questions that people don't actually ask themselves. Maybe because they don't have the courage to maybe ask themselves that. Do you get what I mean? And you know what? I would never 
like now I've obviously seen that my dad is obviously sick now. I'm having to obviously take charge of his health now. Do you mm. get what I mean? I need to see how he's doing. Unfortunately, he's not able to look after himself and so forth. And, you know, I didn't think I would get to an age where I'll be doing that. You see it. And if it wasn't for drink, he wouldn't be in this situation right now. You get me? Um, but yeah, I mean, this is kind of like a recent thing that I've kind of discovered that he is ill. So I obviously, you know, I would even like to have a conversation with him at some point. Um, you know, to see, you know, where his mental state is at. But unfortunately for him, he likes to mask away a lot of things. Do you get what I mean? Just everything's just undercover, undercover. And like, I'm a big man now. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's, no, there's nothing to hide anymore, yo. You get me? There's actually nothing to hide. But, you know, I'm pretty sure if he was able to tell himself no, he could do so, but he enjoys what he does. Yeah. And that's the unfortunate thing about it. You just, and that's his routine. Mm. His body's now dependent on it now, unfortunately. You know, so it's it's a, it's a shame. But you know what? Honestly, I feel like again, it just really comes from the power of you. And if you know that, you know, you know, whoever's out there, if you know that you're obviously taking uh, a substance or you're overtaking a substance and you're just trying to stop, just know so you can get that help out there, mm-hmm. right? You can get your help, but it all really um starts with you wanting the help and wanting to receive the help okay you can go to rehab you can go to you know the nhs for help and so forth you can speak to your friends speak to your peers um you know anything that's like an outlet like you know mm. use it Literally, you get me i think there's a verse in the bible that says god helps those who help themselves Amen. i don't know what mm-hmm. um <laughs> verse or who whatever it is but i, I know that bit <laughs> and it's true because really and truly if you don't Help yourself and don't push yourself exactly to do it. That. No one else don't do not expect anyone else to do exactly, it. Exactly, because you know, as big adults, we're not here to be, you know, babied and so forth. Don't get me wrong, there's obviously some people that really seriously need help, and I'm definitely not done like dumping mm. that at all. Do you know what I mean? Some people really need it. I but, feel like some people are even scared of even being without it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Exactly that. It, it gets like that. Yeah. It I, definitely gets like gets that. Really deep. It's mad. But you know it is I've seen Unfortunately, I've actually some, seen some people um, like go downhill mm. um, through drugs. Um, quickly, I remember there was this girl when I used to go Brick Kids. She was, when I tell you, this girl was nice. Like, I was like, I actually had a small crush on her as well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I knew a few, because she went to a school out of the area. I knew like um, people that knew her. Mm. And I've seen her over the years. And when I tell you, right? If you ever see this girl now, literally, if you can just imagine the girl that I've got in my head and the person that she is now, completely different. And, you know, I realised that she was kind of going through a lot at a young age from even like 16. And Mm. honestly, like, yeah, her appearance and just everything's just, everything's just really different. about. She just looks really troubled. And I've given her money before as well. She's she's even asked me for money. Do you get what I mean? Like, and she probably doesn't even remember who I am. Do you get what I mean? Right? But she's definitely asked for fun, and I really did feel sorry for her. And I would never, ever want anyone to kind of go through that. Mm. Do you get what I mean? It, it can be quite upsetting. And it's not just mental health for the person as well, but it's for mental it's What matters is everyone's mental health around them as well. Yeah. So even like for my dad, you know, me discovering that I'm having to kind of like, you know, look after him, kind of gave me a reality check. Do you get what I mean? Mm. You know? Luckily, I'm a person that knows how to get myself together. So I'm not really kind of too, too down in the dumps about it. I just know it's just something I need to just get on with. Mm. You get me? But you just never know how life can come at you. You get me? Seriously. You know? And again, everything can moderation. And I feel like if if it's not doing you good, then 
you can do without. This is it. This is you know it. What I mean, I, it's hard, but I guess the, the option is there. We all we all have choices on earth. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? We have mm-hmm. choice to do certain things that we want to do or things that we don't want to do. So I feel like after a certain while, when you go through certain L's or or certain lessons, um, you have to learn from it mm-hmm. and just start to implement that in your life. I feel like I said, I feel like I've said on another pl- on another um, episode that there's no willing good knowing stuff without any action. Knowledge without action is, is is ignorance. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? It, you so can't true. expect things to change when, just because you know stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we could all know stuff. We all know better, but doing better is what makes us better. And if you're not doing it, then, you know, nothing's happening. Yeah, no, 100%, man. I mean... I should write that on, like... That should be written on like the back of a book or something. Like. You need to be writing. You need to be writing that, <laughs> write that as phone a note right now. Title on my back. Yeah, reference myself as you well. You know, like that. <laughs> exactly. But no levels. This is just something that just again just had to be said. Yeah, man. Again, I mean, you know, that's what we're about. We're just obviously here, just speaking about the unspoken. You know, um, and I know for a fact this is obviously something that's going to resonate with um a lot of people out there. Yeah. You know, wh- whatever you take and. You know, if it is that if it is a thing where you feel like it is becoming a problem for you, if you can't function on a day to day basis, okay, then something yeah. is obviously. If you're not triggered right. by the podcast, seek help. Not in a rude way or ignorant way. Do you but know like, what? Yeah, levels. Like, levels. If you're triggered, you're triggered for a reason. You know, you can re- you can relate to something. So use that key and initiative and that you know that cue that we've given you to now push yourself in a better direction. No, exactly that. And not to be funny, I mean, that, that, I know you obviously said that there's so much help out there. If obviously, you know, what we could do, we could obviously put something, you know, up on our Insta, just obviously help those who obviously, you know, need some help, you know, with whatever addiction that they have and so forth. And trust me, seeking help is not a bad thing at all. No one's ever going to judge you. Do you get what I mean? Right? You know, not everyone has the same life. You get me? And you, so, know, who, you know who have been addicted to bacon, stop, please, because lockdown is over soon. We need to transform back to our, our summer bodies, okay? <laughs> Addiction is enough. To put the food down. When the gym, when the, when the gyms are open, isn't it? When the gyms are open. Oh, and honestly, I'm though, but yeah, man, I feel like, yeah, just make the change. I feel like, like I said, for me, I don't know, man, lockdown has opened my eyes so much to just make positive changes. Mm-hmm. And all I can do is just spew out to everybody. To exactly. Too, man. So, yeah, man. And just taking all of that positive energy, do you get I me? Mean, just take at the end of the day, your body needs certain things to survive. Your body doesn't need the drugs to mm. survive. Do you get where I'm coming from? Eat your eat, you know, a good diet, drink your water, all of that. Just just look after yourself. And trust yeah. me, and that will definitely, whilst definitely help you mentally as well. Most definitely. One hundred. But yeah, man, I've enjoyed this one. Yeah, it's been, been a, a pleasure. good one. You know. Um, if there's anybody who obviously does um, need help or if they would like to even just speak feel free to obviously you know get in contact with us um, on Insta and so forth as well um, our Insta yeah. handle is is dot the underscore dot layers of life perfect so yeah man we'll be updating you guys soon with more content for real, for real. Um, so stay tuned yeah and it's your boy Milo it's your boy Fabs and we out peace